dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev. Can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Where we at? 38? 38, brother. 38 episodes of this thing we call a podcast. Yeah, Very man. dope, man. Very dope, man. We staying on our grind. We will be taking next week off for Christmas and everything like that. So uh, bear with us. And we do it for the pod because, you know what I'm saying, we got our ice skate on this morning. Man, we definitely, let me tell y'all what happened to me, man. <laughs> so I'm getting over here, you know, to the parking lot where we record, and there's a pretty good incline. <laughs> I can tell it's all ice, but my military can get it done ass, decides I can pull in there slow and be cool. Start going down. Car starts sliding. I'm I'm out of control at this point. So I'm just cutting the wheel hard as I can because at the end of this driveway, there's a little ditch. That's not really <laughs> a little ditch. It's about a six, seven foot drop ditch. Drop. And I was six inches away from being in that ditch this morning for the pod. So it's real, man. It's real. It's in go the field. time. It's we, ain't, we ain't playing with y'all time, this year, man. man. How was your weekend, brother? All was good, man. Got to do a little DJing, you know what I'm saying? Stepped Whoa. into your arena a little bit. Oh, clap, 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 clap it up for, for DJ. But is it, is it DJ Kev Nash? No, nah, it's just Kev Nash. No oh, okay. DJ, just, we just yeah, out just, here. Just, just, just Kev out here. Nash. Just you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Grand Valley Hospital for having me That's dope. out there DJed a little bit. You know I was, what I'm saying? It was, it cool? was cool, man. It was cool, man. They love... They, people love line dances, man. man. People love line dances, but You better man. say them things. Oh, man. I keep spread them, them things out. But you know what, man? Like, I was like... They was doing... The, shoot, they went to the trans, the booty call, of course, yeah. the wobble and everything. So I broke out, got my whiskey. Yeah. And they was like, skirt. They ain't know that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know what kind of event this was. Exactly. <laughs> and you know another thing I also noticed, man? White folks love Nelly, man. Oh, you can't go wrong with Nelly. You can't go wrong with Flo Rida. You cannot go wrong with Justin Timberlake, brother. Man, I went in straight <laughs> into that bag. So me working at the radio station allows me to make sure I know these uh, yeah. Flo Rida joints. Exactly. These Ariana Grande joints. And they loved it, man. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think I did a solid job. Definitely not on a kill a cow oh, no, level man. yeah how many christmas parties have you done this is two <laughs> i've only done one really so that's what i wanted to ask you for me christmas parties i still think of people want to party yeah and not like they don't want two hours of silent night temptations and i broke that out during the but you, but, during but, the yeah, but you got to put that in so the event i did the way they released tables was not one two three four they had tables that had numbers, but they had a song associated with their number. Okay. They gave me a list of about 12 songs that they wanted to hear during dinner that were Christmas songs, and that's how they released the tables. So it, it, it killed the bird of playing the Christmas songs. Yeah. It also was played during dinner, and it was cool. So now they're ready to party. 
Nice. And then I just throw in Mariah Carey in the middle of that. You know, the All I Want for Christmas is mm-hmm. You. That's a that's an easy one to throw in at you know the middle of the About party. About fifteen versions yeah. of this Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so I, I just wanted to ask you though, like, do you do you feel like when you doing Christmas parties, you gotta change up a little, or you gotta? I do. I do. Yeah. I feel like you know, what I'm saying I gotta. Especially for an event like this, it's a it's an array of people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you got to give them that Gap Band stuff. You can, Then you got to take it to Michael Jackson. It's almost kind of like a wedding type of situation yeah. where you have an array of ages there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got your younger employees and your older employees that have been there for a while and stuff like that. Combination of colors, races, and everything yeah. like that. So you got to get into everything. You know what I'm saying? I thank God for my mom because... You know, I grew up listening to like 80s rock because my mom was heavy into that. So like the David Bowie joints, like I find it easier, especially for me, somebody just like really dabbling it and starting out. It's much easier for me to blend songs that I know. Exactly. Like if it's a song that I've never heard before and I can't count it for crap, I'm not going to be able to do it right. But if it's a song I know. I find myself singing a song and uh, uh, yeah. like I have to. If I don't yeah. know it, I'm not gonna be able to do it. So right. on those songs that I've never heard in my life, like it was a couple songs that they requested I never listened to before, like a couple techno joints that BPMs are God. I, could, <laughs> I can't even count that fast. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna give you a little a little secret into my world. When you see me getting a little extra like boppy when I'm when I'm blending, uh-huh. it's because normally that's my first time hearing that blend. <laughs> So that's what I'm doing in the headphone while y'all listening to the song that I'm playing. Okay. Because I see people sometimes looking at me and, you know, I might be playing a song and blending, but that blend, the kick of that beat might be different. Right. So I'm not bopping to the beat that they hearing. Right. But I'm still on beat. Yeah. People look at me like, what is he? You know, and then I blend it in and they get it. Yeah. But like, that's what I be doing with them headphones when I'm playing the next song. Thank God I, as for fast headphones. as I can, I'm trying to get to that to that find that good blend yeah. to make it make it make it all make sense. So Podcast Sundays, man. And we got guests. We got a guest in the building today. Hey man, this guy right here, man, I've known this guy for a while, man. He is a what I would call a super producer. Um I've seen his work um for years. Um we have a relationship through the big homie Shy Smoke. Yes, sir. He uh has been doing Shy Smoke's beats for as long as I can remember. And uh, he's uh, definitely got a story to tell today. So we're going to introduce my big homie, the mega producer, Mr. You Know I Made the Beat, G-Money. What up, boy? Killer, what's good with it, man? Nash, what's good with it, Ken? I'm all good, man. All good on this side, man. So you from the city, man. You from Dayton, right? Word, word. Yep, yep. Born and raised. Where'd you go to school at? Where you, uh, like, where's your upbringing from? I went, I went to Meadowdale in January 07. Okay. Them lions, huh? Yep. <laughs> you already know. You already know. <laughs> Ain't that yep. something, man? Cats can go far across the country, other places, man. But they can't, cats always rep their high school, boy. Oh, oh yeah, no matter where you at. <laughs> Got you. You right. can be another state rocking the rocking the the, the high school t shirt. You know, like everybody right. reps they reps their squads. Tell tell the people, man, how you got uh got into making music, man. Man, I started off for real in '09. I have dropped out of uh, Toledo University. This one for me, you know what I'm saying? So I just really just start making beats at home on the computer, laptop. Uh, start fucking with sound clicks. Excuse my language. No, no, you all good. It's all, it's all, it's all explicit. It's whatever. <laughs> oh, better, better. <laughs> but start fucking with sound click. Um, just was putting up beats for the artists, you know, for the uh, for the people, and they just took a liking to them for real, and beats start hitting the charts. 
Um, I started getting like you know a few calls from a few artists, independent. Uh, they started buying beats, and it kind of just took off from there. Uh, kind of just built the name from like '09 to 2011 while I was in the city in Dayton. Um, just shopping beats around. Then moved down to the A in 2012. Uh, did a few beat battles, and it really just took off from there. From the beat battles, I made a few connections. Uh, linked up with a few hustle gang people, and from there, you know what I'm saying, it was a wrap. Just start making more and more beats, getting some connections with some labels. Um, I'm still doing the sound click thing right now, though. I tell people all the time, like, you know, put your music out there. Each platform, you know what I'm saying, is there for you to get some money, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I use sound click to get money, you know what I'm saying, get placements, whatever. And I right. tell people all the time, labels be on sound click, you know what I'm saying? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. 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 Tell. Um. Also, I wanted to ask you, man. Like, when you, when you, when you was really getting into it, really taking off. When did you really decide I want to make the move to a bigger city and, and see what kind of push I can push? Um, I'd say like maybe 2011, like that summer. Uh, a few artists I messed with named School Group Shetty. Uh, he signed with. Uh, he was signed with Pleasure House at the time. Uh, him and his manager had flew me down to Atlanta, and then from there I just took a liking to them, and that's when I figured out I wanted to move to Atlanta, and I felt like it could work. Just you know, a few meetings with a few people, and I just feel like you know they they could put me in the right direction if I made that move. Yeah, very yeah. dope. Name a couple of the artists you didn't work with, man. That's like actually signed and stuff like that. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, I worked with uh, Trade the Truth. Um, I had one on his album last year. Um, I don't work with uh. Kevin Gates' new artist, Best Believe, uh, got a dope track with them. It got a uh, 1.7 million views called Fade Away. Uh, that's Best Believe, Kevin Gates' Mook Boy. Uh, if you're from the Florida area, you definitely know who that is, Mook Boy. Uh, just did one with uh, Gio Severo out of uh, Atlanta, hot new artist. Uh, he was he was known for doing all the dances and shit in Atlanta back in the day <laughs> with the Flowmasters, but uh, we got one with him called Bankroll Walk. Uh, that, that's killing the, uh, the city for real in Atlanta. Um, let me see. I mean, I got a few. I got a placement with uh, uh, Kevin Gates. Um, few more placements with a uh, K Camp Young Star. Uh, that's the look at me now. That's that's still you know banging. Um, one with TK and Cash. Uh, that that did numbers last year in the clubs down here in Atlanta. Dope. Uh, Pussy on my mind was the name of that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one that kind of really, the one that kind of really did it for me though was uh was. Damn, my bad. Was Meek Mill fabulous and, and Slow Bucks lit back in 2013? That yep. really gave me the, not- the notoriety I needed. To Dope. Get my name out there. Now you talk about the sound click and how, like, you know, what I'm saying you make beats, but you also like actually are in the studio with guys producing as you go along. So, like, what can you explain? Like, the biggest difference between like being actually just like a beat maker to being a producer. Definitely. Being a beat maker, it's kind of like just on your own time, just when you got some free time, you know, just coming up with ideas, uh, sending out beats to people and stuff. That's cool. But once you, when you get a chance to be in a studio with artists, you get to, you know, be hands-on. You get to feel what the artist is really thinking. Uh, you get to really create the project from scratch. And, you know, it's not just your feel, but it's the artist's feel, whoever in the room at that time. And, you know, it's just you got to really vibe when you're with that artist. Because any, any producer can just play beats all day, all day. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of be- good producers out there that got banging-ass beats. Right. It's only a few producers that can get in there and get on them keys, you know what I'm saying, in front of artists and actually lay down the idea that the artists want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
for um for some of the people that don't know, man, like like some of the artists in the city, I know a lot of people, you know, they, they star for, you know, I made the beat tag. So like some of the people in the city that you work with, um, just because I can remember going to Atlanta last year, which you was talking about, you know, seeing your work ethic and that weekend that we spent out there, man, it was just a dope weekend for me just to see that. Like, I, I enjoy seeing that side of it. And uh, just just talk about, like, some of the people that you work with, you know, some of the – I know we can, we're, we're going to get into some of the, you know, issues that have arised in the in the last <laughs> right. few months. But I just want to kind of – the people that don't maybe know you specifically but might know some people in the city that's making music. I know you work with a lot of them, so. Word, word. We uh... – I've been working with uh, Shot Smoke, of course. That's who I started off with. And Ke- uh, Killer, you know that for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I started off with Shot. Um, I've been working with uh, C-Server a lot. Did a few uh, shits on his uh, album the last few. Yeah. Uh, I've been working with Mike Lansky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had been wanting to work with him, but we just never, you know what I'm saying, had a chance to really get nothing together. But I've been sending him a few tra- tracks, and he's been killing. Yeah, I just sent something to, uh, who else in the city? Mar Monroe. I'm actually working on a, a song for her right now. Um, that's going to be pretty dope. I, I like what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, who else in the city? I, I'm actually working with, a, a, some, a few people might not know them, but I'm working with Breezy Montana and uh, my boy Prince Dugan. They started 24 in the city a few years ago, and I kind of like took them under the, under the wing with the label, and we, we really just started it together and took off from there. Dope, dope, dope. Uh, I, I work with a lot of the city artists, you know what I'm saying? Really, it's just whoever really want to work from the city. But like I said, the main people that I work with is Shot Smoke, C-Server. Uh, like I said, I like what Mar Monroe doing. Yeah. And I, I've been liking what Mike's been doing, you know what I'm saying? A lot of hate going his way, but I, I still fuck with Mike. Oh, yeah. I, I can remember Mike from back in my evolution days, you know, when when, when they was killing shows then. So I definitely, I definitely yeah. fuck with the homie. Now, I definitely want to get into this, man. Um, I know I want to kind of let you talk it because I know it's your story. But for the people that don't know, uh, G-Money made a beat <laughs> back in, I believe, 2013, if I'm not mistaken, called Shorty So Cold. And that beat, um, any any human being with a heartbeat and a, and a third grade or higher education should be able to see from the videos that I've seen the story. So I would like for you to just to share the whole story with what's going on with that particular beat. My nigga. That <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just did, I just did, you know, the rundown of it. Uh, I created the beat back in January 2013. As you can see in the video, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it. Uh, in May of 2020, or May 2013, May 27th to be exact, um, some people just hit me up claiming to be from YMCMB, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they said they wanted to sign me. They love the beat. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I went with it. I'm thinking it was legit. It seemed legit. Sent them the files. They was asking to sign me, asking to book my flight down to Miami. Man, I sent them some money. Uh, my advice, don't ever do that, nobody. But <laughs> that's the reason I'm in a situation right now. God bless me. So I sent them $700 cash. And never heard from these dudes ever again in 2013. But uh, we we did some private investigation. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, give out the names and nothing, but we tracked all everything back to these clowns, man. Uh, the emails, the the home address, the phone number, everything. So it's like it's, it's a deep scam in this industry that, that producers have been running with each other. It, it, it's a tight knit of these producers that's been taking other producers' beats 
whether it be online, whether it be in the lab cooking up, taking their files. But they've been doing it for years, man, and, and taking it to placement. So uh, we, we found out it was them, you know what I'm saying? But we found out it was them in, this year, in 2016. We, we really didn't know nothing about the situation until I heard Bryson to his album. Right. And I was like, whoa, 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 this shit is, hold on. So that's when I knew, it. When, as soon as I heard the song, I knew it was my beat. You know what I'm saying? Mom knew it was my beat. My wife knew it was my, everybody was like, but it's my shit. Then you go to the social media, everybody hit me up asking if Bryson Tiller stole my beat. So I'm like, hold on, man, let me, let me check this shit out. I go, and I look at the producer, I look at everything. That's when we put two and two together. We get back on the investigation. We track everything back to these crowns, man. And... You know, and then this from there, you can everybody can see the video. Everybody can clearly see that it's the beat. Uh, and like we said, it's tied up right now in the court, so it's not much more I can do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Until it, it's it's situated. It, and now with this vinyls and boy wonder J Cole situation. Yes, sir. A little bit more interesting. So with that, I'm not even gonna get into that because that's deeper than this whole situation. With with vinyls and, and foreign tech, yeah. boy, one thing got nothing to do with it. But vinyls and, and foreign tech know what's going on. Them niggas is damn near family. So you put two and two together. Right. Vinyls name is Aaron Hernandez. Foreign tech's name is Michael Hernandez. They grew up in the same area. We put all this shit together. We we know the whole story behind these niggas. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna let the courts take care of that. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's the story right there. Now I wanted to ask you: Are we allowed to uh, the video of you? Talking about Shorty So Cold, and uh, is that was that okay for us to share on our, you know, on our pod? Oh yeah, I, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You yeah, know? yeah, we definitely because because I want people to kind of, you know, a podcast you listening, but when you really see right. that video that you did, you know, um, just breaking down the Shorty So Cold beat to the Bryson Tiller Exchange song, and just breaking it down to where it's really. That visual, that spend fifteen minutes of your time watching that, and right. and you'll be engulfed in this story. So I want people to kind of be able to see that. So I want to make sure it was cool to share that. So yeah, appreciate that. And you notice neither one of them niggas ain't put out no files, no videos. <laughs> they don't got no. They don't got no proof. They don't have nothing because they know that the whole file, the whole that whole song that niggas are listening to, exchange and that J Cole track is stolen. Like those yeah. actual files are stolen. And that's what most people don't understand. They thinking that it's a sample that three different producers done flip when they not realizing the whole the br- drums. That these niggas stole my money, and that's the file y'all listening to is my exact chop, my exact everything. Yeah, now, it that's it. Now I know, I know this definitely stings. You know, I can hear it in your in your tone. But um, are you looking at this too as maybe a blessing as to because I look at it like that's definitely fucked up. But also, when this is all said and done, and and the facts are putting on, you know, on paper, you're gonna you're, you're gonna get more exposure because obviously you make good beats to have a track record of of unfortunately a stolen beat with multiple artists. So, are you looking at that as like maybe a positive in the future, or is it still just just the salt in the wound is just still still stinging too hard? Uh, I mean, I definitely look at it as a positive into the future. I mean, because. I mean, it's a blessing for, you know what I'm saying, people to even be seeing this video for it to be picking up views. It, it could have 100 views, and, and, you know what I'm saying, my story could have went under the laps and nobody ever knew. It could have just been Boy Wonder and Vinyls and Foreign Tech beefing. But I, I don't really call it a beef because I ain't got, you know, so no words for none of them niggas, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just look at it as God setting it up for a bigger plane. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, but it's been a lot of crazy shit going on in the 
in the universe, I would like to say, and I just feel like God setting up a, for this big master plan, and I don't know what it is yet, but yeah. there's been a lot of good things going in 2016, and I feel like it's going to carry over in 2017, yeah. and not just including this situation, but some other things, too. And I just want, I thank God for that every day. Yeah, dope. Absolutely, because if you look at the credits on the uh, exchange, I mean, it charted as a top ten record in, on Billboard, did platinum certification on streaming and everything like that. You know, so I mean, obviously, like you, we all know there's a lot of money to be had there because obviously it's your beat, and you're talking about future production credits. And I just want you to talk about how can. How can producers save themselves or be wary of situations like so they don't get their their work stolen from them? Um, the 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 first thing I would like to tell producers is is get your copyright. Like I, I know a lot of producers when they making a beat and they at home and you know they they really not thinking about getting copywritten because you know it costs to get your beat copywritten. Then you got to go through the process of the government actually approving a copyright. So and you can have 10, 15 beat beats in work. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> For me, at first, I didn't really know about that until now. And, and you know, that's one thing I am going to say. I guarantee you none of them niggas got a copyright on that beat. And watch watch the only nigga that got a copyright. Watch how it come to light. And that's one thing that, that, that people don't understand is that you, you need to have a copyright or you're really not going to have no legal you know, credit over your beat if you don't have that copyright. That's just how the, the system goes sometimes. Yeah. I mean... I go, I'm going to keep it real. I'm a huge J. Cole fan. So when I throw in the J. Cole, I'm listening to it. And then Deja Vu come on. And then I, I'm, I'm a, my stomach sinks a little bit. I'm like, damn, Cole. Because I knew the story from the exchange situation, thanks to Killer. And I watched the video. So instantly I hit up Killer like, have you heard the J. Cole? <laughs> and it was like, yo, we got to get G Money on the pod because... Not only, you know what I'm saying, I don't know Bryson Tiller from anybody, but I mean, the song is dope. And then J. Cole makes another dope song with your beat. It's just a right. it's a situation where, like, obviously the beat is working. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm that's what I was saying. Like, it's like, obviously, for people that, you know, might have heard the name G Money, heard the tag, you know, I made the beat, you know, like, you might have been like. Beats cool. I might want to rock with him. Well, when 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 you see this this uh, twenty sixteen saga that has that, <laughs> that has came out of nowhere. I mean, it's like prime time television. I mean, when you really think about it, it's it's because it's it's people's lives. People like G Money do this. Right. You know what I'm saying like and 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 he don't do this to be rock. Like, why would you put all this time? Like, I've seen it. I've seen the the five a.m. in the studios. Like, I. I I witnessed it myself, so like I know this is what he do, and to be robbed of that, of that credit, robbed of that recognition, robbed of that you know income, mm -hmm. you know, like it's right. fucked up. So, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that, but it hurt. You know, say I'm gonna add one more thing on it. I actually back in 2013 when I talked to these dudes on the phone. I mean, I was talking to them for a whole week. You know, what I'm saying I even came back to Dayton in the summertime and then went back to Atlanta and still was talking to them. And it was when I sent that money to him is when they really put the icing on the cake. I sent the nigga $700, and I told him, like, man, it's my last $700. I hope this legit. You know what I'm saying? At the time, that was my bill money. That was everything. So I'm like, yeah. it's my last $700. You know what I'm saying? I hope this ain't no scam. Mm -hmm. And the nigga told me straight up, like, man, I got you. This legit. And it was a rap from there, bro. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Them niggas, snakes out there, boy. Real. Out there. Yeah. They thought that shit was, it was funny. 
Well, before we let you go, man, I want to, uh, you know, any any new projects, any new things you want to share with the people, man, I just want you to have an opportunity to, you know, not end this on a negative vibe, <laughs> you know, like really get get uh, off, you know, just to speak yeah, on what you're working yeah, well, on and goals for 2017. Yeah, well, I, I just started my label. Uh, you know, I made the beat, so um, I put a few artists on it, and we work. I'm really working on a project hard right now. Um, that's uh, Prince Dugan, Breezy Montana, 24. I'm sure a few people in the city, if not a few, a lot of people know 24. But uh, you know, so we've been doing our thing this past year, and really just trying to get the the foundation, the foundation, and the, and the groundwork laid right now on these tracks, getting them mixed and mastered. Uh, my boy Ronnie Soprano, y'all be on the lookout for his EP, um, and we we doing some things with that. Um, we just dropped a uh, project with GLR. Uh, my, my boy Jamie B just dropped one. But outside of the label, man, I've been working with a lot of people. You know, a lot of independent artists, a lot of major uh, artists. I just had a few placements on uh, Fox, uh, Lethal Weapon. Uh, had a placement on there. Oh. Um, had a placement on Being Mary Jane. Um, been trying to, you know, cross over into this TV money. Yeah, uh, I see. That is cool. Yeah, that's you know? dope, man. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm really just going keeping everything under wraps. Hopefully, until 2017, and we release these projects. But like I said, I'm always working with artists, sending out beats, uh, hitting up studios with these artists. Uh, like I said, be on the lookout for my nigga Kevin Gates and his new artist, Best Believe. He just signed with BWA. Uh, I really feel like he's gonna be he be doing big things in 2017. So keep keep a lookout for him. Yeah. Tell the truth, by the way, too. He coming with new projects. So yeah, bro. Yeah, don't make sure you uh, let the people know how to get in contact with you, so that way we can you know secure the bag for you. you know, make <laughs> secure it, the bag make, alert. <laughs> make sure people can uh, hit you up for you know projects that they want to work with you with. That on what? Yeah, everybody. I can reach me at Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Instagram, same thing. At I made the beat. That's at I M A D E T H A B. I made the beat. And then email. You know what I'm saying? You can hit me up at frisbeegary at yahoo dot com or Gmail. Frisbeegary. And I, like I tell everybody, I'm, I'm down to work with everybody, man. Especially my niggas from the city. I, I always show love to my city people. Whether it be you just hit me up asking for beats. As long as you got a work ethic, you know what I'm saying, I can see you really doing it. It ain't nothing to send somebody some beats. And hopefully the song will take off, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, let's get it in. Yeah, man, we definitely appreciate you spending some time with us Sunday morning. I know it's Christmas time, oh, and I know <laughs> me and me and Kev just skated down the parking lot Ooh, trying to get in this thing. So, escapade. you know, oh, right. winter is I here. I hate that. Yeah, oh. man, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bitter. It's bitter, but yeah, man, but I definitely you know we. Yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We about to talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You oh, he wrapped up black and yellow. Yeah, he does, man. Yeah. He does, man. <laughs> oh, Kev, you on that too? Absolutely, one hundred percent. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you falling through. G money on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Kev. Yeah. Anytime, just let me know. Definitely, man. We'll be in touch, man. Be safe, man. Enjoy your holidays, brother. Much love. Happy holidays. Yeah, Peace. Yes, sir. G Money on the pod. Killer, yeah, was, man. You dope. know, we taking a couple, uh, we taking a week off for the Christmas holiday, man. So you, what's your Christmas plans, man? Man, Christmas plans this year are going to be slightly different than normal. Uh, my grandmother, she's been having early signs of dementia. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve used to always be at grandma's house for dinner, let her see the grandkids, which now have children, you know, but right. the grandkids opening gifts. So that's what I. That's how I grew up. 
for Christmas Eve. Then we would hop over to my great-grandmother's house as a child. She died when she was 97. She lived until I was in high school. But uh, we would go over there after my grandmother's house, go to her husband's mom's house mm-hmm. and uh, have Christmas there, the late night Christmas where she's trying to count how many people there so she can run in her bedroom and pull out two ones for each kid and put oh. in the envelope. Like, Mary, like just hanging out. And then Christmas Day, normally it's at my mom's. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always, only child, you know, single parent, my mom's for Christmas. When I started having kids, though, I wanted her to still be a part of it because she helps a lot with, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the year with everything that a mom would do for her grandchild. But uh, I'd like for her to be a part of Christmas, too, because I know she she still holds on to the baking cookies, you know, for Christmas and and all that good stuff and putting, uh, what's it called, the... Uh, 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 icing fudge and, oh, okay. yeah all that so but this year we're not gonna go to my grandmother's house because of her we don't want her to feel like she has to cook we're gonna mm. we're gonna stop by and deliver gifts right but not come to eat right. where the food at <laughs> and then uh <laughs> spend the night at my mom's house christmas eve so that's always dope because i gotta do all the work at three in the morning there you go there you Pep, go i'll be in there putting stuff together too so. yeah man it's uh christmas for me has changed over the years, man. I've always like been the youngest of the family for so long, yeah. and now I, my little cousins. I mean, they're twenty two years. Well, they're about to be twenty two years old and graduating from college. But you know, they're in town, and you know, I'm from Cleveland. My wife's family's from Youngstown and Warren, so it's a it's a hop hop around situation, yeah. man. And I'm I'm still getting used to that type of hop around situation because you know, for so many years, it's just been. Christmas at my mom's house, but now you know, I shoot, I gotta go see my pops. I gotta go see her pops. I gotta, we got so many places to go in such a limited time, man. So that's the biggest difference for me for Christmas, man. But it's always a good time, man, because I actually get to spend an extended period of time because Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday, really didn't get to spend a lot of time with the family. But this time, you know, I'm taking vacation from from work. I'll be up there in Cleveland for like. Oh yeah, you you yeah. done for the week, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on Monday, but oh, okay. Um, I'm 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 out. Yeah, two finger salute. That's so dope, man. take a break. You know from what I'm saying? All, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a day off, then go up, and then when I come back, I'm taking two more days off. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make sure I get my my staycation on. Definitely. Laying around the house, being absolutely lazy as can be, man. That's what we work hard for, for man. Be able to. That's what I say when I go on vacations. I have to have a lazy day. Got to, because man. Because when I sit at work wanting to be on vacation, I picture <laughs> myself at the pool with my, my belly out, shots of Patron, enjoying life. So that's, Absolutely. And I'm, get, I'm getting hammered on Christmas, too. Oh, yeah. It's I'm a must. hammered, dog. It's a must, And shouts out to my homeboy, man. My homeboy, James. He flying in back home to Cleveland, man, for the holiday, man. Him and his family, man. So my high school homeboys, we all going to link up and get crazy, act stupid. Yeah, likewise. Shout out to we do. Shout out to my class of 2000, Trotwood. We a real close class, man. We uh, Every Christmas we find a day somewhere and we all meet up, spend some time together on Christmas because everybody comes home. Mm-hmm. So we usually have no less than probably 50 to 100 people. Ooh. We go to a restaurant or somewhere in Brown Street, you know, just somewhere, link up for an evening and just, you know, Got to, yeah, man. kick it. So we're going to do that Christmas Eve because of how it fall this year. Oh, it's on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah we, we, right. we're going to do that midday, and we're going to go visit one of our classmates that passed away at Gravesite, and, and then, you know, chop it up at a restaurant for, you know, the afternoon. So doing that with the squad, and then, uh, yeah, man, it's family time. So. Family time, family time, man. 
Want everybody to have a great, safe, happy holiday, man, from You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Make sure you Uber if you need to, man. Absolutely, man. Shouts out to Bars and Beyond. Shout out to Gym City Pod. Always holding this down, man. We'll be back in about a week and a half or something like that. Yeah, we'll be ready for New Year's stories. Ooh. Getting prepped for New Year's. So. <laughs> we'll see y'all, man. Y'all be safe. Peace.